Hey, what is going on everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and welcome back to another episode of Mod Chat. In case you do not know, this is a podcast I do here at least monthly in two different forms. First of all, I do have it in a video form here on the Mr. Mario 2011 YouTube channel. I also have it in a podcast and really just audio-only form, so you can listen to this and consume it like an actual podcast. Simply look up Mod Chat, all one word, on your favorite podcasting app, or platform of some kind and you'll be able to hopefully find it there. I know it's not available on all platforms but it's available on most of them. Either way, delving into it here, I did want to say this is mostly just going to be a screen and video capture episode for anybody who is tuning in here, at least looking at the visual side of things. But this has been a pleasant surprise because I do have my PS5 hooked up and uh, the title is not deceiving you. No, there has been some big developments on the PlayStation 5 in which we haven't gotten a I guess complete or full jailbreak like we would expect or what that we would be thinking of and I will get into that here shortly but we do have a webkit exploit and a kernel exploit that have been chained together to work on the PlayStation 5 and this time around they've actually been released publicly. Now this is over on Spectre Dev's or Cryptogenics GitHub page and Spectre Dev has worked on several other jailbreaks mainly for the PlayStation 4 but of course we are seeing a release now for the PlayStation 5 and this is as it says here PS5 4.03 but it's been amended here 4.03 and 4.50 kernel exploit and this all here is not only the kernel exploit but also the webkit exploit chained together on here meaning that this does work on both models of the PlayStation 5, being the digital-only version as well as the disc-based version. And to clear up something about firmware numbers as well, too, for anybody who might be confused because the PS5 pretty much uses giant firmware strings that you would, like, see for development firmwares, except in the production code here, which I find funny. But either way, if you want to check your firmware on your PlayStation 5, you'd be going over to Settings, System, System Software, Console Information. And right here, you can see the full system software string for the version number, but when developers are referring to these firmwares, they typically end up focusing on the two numbers which are after the hyphen. So in this case here, I am on firmware 04.03. Either way, coming back over to the GitHub page, it is stated here that this is an experimental WebKit-based kernel exploit with arbitrary read-write access for the PlayStation 5 on firmware 4.03 and 4.50. Now, just reading this a bit further, this repo contains an experimental WebKit ROP implementation of a PS5 kernel exploit based on the flow's IPv6 use after free, which was reported on Hacker One, and something that we did talk about in the last episode of Mod Chat. For anybody who needs a quick rundown on that, this was the same kernel exploit that was used previously for a couple jailbreaks on the PlayStation 4 but it was not patched on the PlayStation 5. So this exploit was able to be ported over to the PlayStation 5 and used in some of the older firmwares. Either way, continuing on, the exploit strategy is for the most part based on the flow's BSD PS4 proof of concept with some changes to accommodate the annoying PS5 memory layout. For more, see research notes section. It establishes an arbitrary read and semi-arbitrary write primitive. 
this exploit and its capabilities have a lot of limitations and as such it's mostly intended for developers to play with to reverse engineer some parts of the system this here is important that's why i'm highlighting it here also note stability is fairly low especially compared to PS4 exploits. This is due to the bug's nature of being tied to a race condition, as well as the mitigations and memory layout of the PS5. This document will contain research info about the PS5, and this exploit will undergo continued development and improvements as time goes on. This should now work on 4.03 as well as 4.50 firmware. So currently included here, he states that this obtains arbitrary read-write and can run a basic RPC server for reads and writes, or a dump server for large reads. You must edit your own address port into the exploit file on these lines here. It also enables debug settings in the menu, although it states here you will have to fully exit settings to go back in and see it, and it also gets root privileges. Now the limitations covering this is that this exploit achieves read-write, and this is important here, but not code execution. This is because we cannot currently dump kernel code for gadgets, as kernel.txt pages are marked as execute-only memory. Attempting to read kernel.txt pointers will panic. As per the above, plus the hypervisor enforcing kernel write protection, this exploit also cannot install any patches or hooks into kernel space, which means no homebrew-related code for the time being. Again, one other thing here, which I was pointing to saying before, that this is, I guess you can call it a partial jailbreak, so to speak here, but it's not a fully-fledged jailbreak like we would be thinking of in, you know, current day for the PS4, for example. Other limitations include that Clang-based fine-grained control flow integrity is present and enforced, Supervisor mode access prevention and execution cannot be disabled. This is again due to the hypervisor. The write primitive is somewhat constrained, as bytes 0x10 through 0x14 must be zero or a valid network interface. The exploit stability is currently poor. More on this below. And also just stating here that when you run this, you have to exit the browser with the circle button because if you exit with the PS button, it currently panics. Now there's some info on how to use this and set this up here, as well as using RPC to dump some kernel data itself too. Uh, but over here in the future work, it looks like just for some things that will be coming into the future, one of them will be jailbreak with CR underscore poison overwrite, improve UAF reliability, improve victim socket reliability, and use a better, more consistent leak target than KQ. So again, there's still going to be work that's done on this. I also want to highlight the contributors and special thanks here to the flow for the vulnerability and exploit strategy, Chindochap for the various help with testing and research, Z Null Pointer for the research and reverse engineering, Slayers Govi for the research, reverse engineering, and exploit strategy ideas, Big Boss for the research and reverse engineering, Flats for research and reverse engineering, plus help with patches, Zeko Shao for research and reverse engineering, Socratic Bliss for research and reverse engineering, and Lori for background low-level systems knowledge and assistance. 
Also, a shout out to Diz over here for the 4.50 testing. I myself have not tested this on 4.50 because my PS5 is on 4.03, so I'm really using that there and I'm not updating unless I really need to. Before we delve further into this, I also want to shout out a couple folks on Twitter here with the Bobo stating here, don't get too excited yet guys, the upcoming PS5 jailbreak won't be very useful to end users, and by upcoming this was in past tense, so this is referring to what we're covering right now. They are stating though, but will open doors for devs to do research. Compare it to the first PS4 hack on 1.76. Only thing we can do now is pray that the PS5 scene won't end up in a piracy shit show like the PS4. And I also wanted to give Chameleon a shout out as well here too, because at the moment while I'm recording this, it looks like this site is down. I'm not sure if they took it down just to update this or if they're not going to be hosting it at this point here, but they actually ended up hosting the previous implementation here, the one that was only for 4.03, that was verified work on that. They ended up hosting that here, so last night I gave it a shot and I actually ended up using their host here to get the work done on this. Going back to the GitHub page itself, if you want to self-host this, you can download this right here, download the zip to get all the code here, and then there are some instructions on how to use here to set this up. However, I did not do that with my own self-hosting method. Again, I used Chameleon's host when that one was up and running. And I'm not going to show the exploit in real time here. Don't worry, you will see it because uh, I'm just going to show you. So these were the attempts I was trying at everything on this. Just opening this up. Okay, there we go. I got a few screenshots. It took me, uh, no joke, uh, this many tries to get the exploit to successfully work on here. So I'm going to cut in some of those failed attempts and some of the successful attempts while well, the main success attempt, but it, it's not any fault of the host itself. It's just the nature of the WebKit exploit here. Amazingly enough, this is better luck than I had on some of the exploits and jailbreaks for the PlayStation 4, but if you can see here, it did take me uh, the 12th time. The 12th time I attempted it was the first time I got a successful attempt, so it was 11 straight failures in a row. And with that, it's similar to some of the 7 point something jailbreaks that released on the PlayStation 4 where you end up getting a kernel panic so you have to turn on the system, you then have to let it rebuild the database and such, check for integrity, the console turns off, it turns back on, so it's it takes a while to get to this point here. But either way, what the process really entails here is using the web browser on the PlayStation 5 itself. Yes, the PS5 still has a web browser, despite it not showing up like in games or even media here, it is built in here. So what you would need to do is go over to settings and really use DNS redirection like we've done before for the PlayStation 4. Thankfully, Al Azif's host still works on here. Thankfully, it's not limited per system. So what you would do is go over to network. And if you're going to use something like Al Azif's host, you can come over to settings and really you would go through the process of getting the Al Azif DNS host and everything set up on here. I actually do have a video covering this in terms of using the web browser, so I'll probably link that as that will go in a little more detail. It shows both PSN and non-PSN methods for that, but the idea is once you have that set up, if you're going to use that, you can just go over to the user's guide, wait for Alazif's host to come up, and then as opposed to picking any of the payloads here, you would press the L2 trigger twice and then the URL redirector would come up, and at this point, you would redirect this to 
a locally hosted server you have or to a web page that is going to be hosting this. And from there, you would go through the process of the exploit itself. Now, there's a few things to keep in mind with this here. First of all, again, it is unstable. So it's not nearly as unstable as I was seeing with other exploits like for the PS4 that I've used before. But again, from my experience here, it took me 12 tries to get it right. And there were even many times where it looked like it was going to be successful, everything was fine, and as soon, as soon as I exited the web browser, the console would crash. So do keep that in mind, it's probably going to take many attempts. Now, once the attempt is made and it is all successful, it really doesn't have a success message. It's more you kind of just have to read what is on screen, scroll down, and see that, you know, the server and everything, the RPC server is up and ready to go. At that point, I noticed I kind of just sat at that page for a bit, and then I closed out of the browser. But when I attempted to close, again, you don't use the PlayStation button, you have to use the circle button, or I suppose you can press the options button and close out of there. Because even when I tried to press the circle button, I end up getting kind of a page reload, and it gave me an error on screen. But then I manually closed out of it, completely exited settings, and then once I went back into settings, I had the magical, mystical, wonderful debug settings enabled on there. Now, debug settings is really only per session, so from what I have seen on there, once you restart your PS5, it's going to disappear. Even if you put your PS5 into rest mode, it will disappear as well too, so you will have to rerun it. So there's not at this point early on, there's no way to like permanently enable debug settings on there, but this is also not anywhere close to hen for example or like a homebrew enabler you can go around in the settings you can peek and look at stuff uh do not touch idu mode as many people say don't do that on the playstation 4 you don't want to do that on the playstation 5 at all and i would really recommend not even tampering with too many settings unless you really really know what you are doing there but it's cool to at least browse the settings on there and see what is going on now at this moment in time you really can't do much in terms of package installations. It seems that people have had success installing packages onto the PlayStation 5, but none of them are running, so it's not going to be anything related to fake package files or even official package files. This I haven't tested because this PS5 I'm using uh, has not been taken online at all, doesn't have any accounts on it, but I would wonder, I'm really wondering if it would be something like you have an account that is on there and it has a game that is purchased digitally on there. If you end up getting the official package file for that and install it to the system, if it will work as long as the account is on there and activated and the history is on there. I guess that's more just me musing out loud. Uh, don't take this as anything of like I'm saying that's how it works or that it is confirmed to work or not. I legitimately don't know. I'm more just kind of musing out loud about that. But either way, it seemed like people, again, have had some success installing package files. I'm sure many people have seen the video going out from Lance McDonald where he runs this same exploit and then he installs PT, but PT was not running on that PlayStation 5. It's just, it's not going to happen at least in this point in time. And really even at this point in time because of the hypervisor not being open on here, that's really inhibiting what we can do on here at the moment. So that is why this is great for 
we're reverse engineering the operating system, figuring out what's going on with the system, uh, analyzing the kernel and such. So this is great for reverse engineers and developers in that sense. But for anybody who is just a regular end user, this is cool. This is awesome. I don't want to downplay this in any way. I think this is fantastic. However, if you are just a standard end user where you want to get homebrew up and running, you want to get your games backed up and such on here, you want to install game mods, I would say don't expect anything even close to that for quite a while, like quite a while. Going back to the PlayStation 4, it was technically jailbroken and exploited all the way back on firmware 1.76 publicly and that's when we had the ps4 playground to work with and mess around with and you know just try out different things load up payloads and such on there but we didn't have any kind of homebrew enabler any kind of hin any kind of mira framework on there none of that none of that was going on at that point so it took you know a few years for the PS4 Playground to release for that to really get up and running, and it was several years after all of that that we end up getting even any kind of form of game modding or homebrew installation or any of that fun stuff with like backup games and all of that. So what I'm saying here is if you are an end user and you're expecting this stuff in like a month's time, I mean, I would be impressed. I'd be incredibly impressed if that happened, but don't bank on that is what I'm saying. It's probably going to be a long, long, long time before the PS5 might ever get to that state. Either way, this has been truly fantastic to see it come to fruition and even release out in the wild. And to everyone who worked on this, congratulations and thank you. Like, this is awesome so far. Really, really cool stuff to see. Now, I was mostly going to end it at that point here, but Slayer's Govi ended up coming through with a new ISO. He ended up releasing a BDJB ISO for PlayStation 5 with payload support over 9019. This one, as I'm recording it right now, is only for firmware 04.03. I'm sure there's going to be one for 04.50, but essentially this is taking that same kernel exploit, the one that we have seen recently release on the PlayStation 5, it's taking that kernel exploit and as opposed to using WebKit as the entry point, it's using BDJB as the entry point. Now, since a payload is mentioned, it also looks like Zeko Shao has released a PS5 FTP payload as well, too. And uh, we're going to check the both of these out here. Now, I have shown the setup in a previous episode of ModChat when I messed around with BDJB before, so I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty details of that. But in short, I do have my Blu-ray burner here, a BDRE disc, so a rewritable one here. And I've already burned over the BDJB PS5 payload right here. So I burned it just before this show. Thankfully, it only took 30 seconds on this disc here. We do have the payload, and I am going to be using this same payload sender that I've used before. Just to prepare, I have opened up the PS4 payload sender, punched in the IP address and the 9019 port. I can't connect yet since we don't have this running, but the idea will be that I'll be able to connect to this then load up my payload and send over the payload and we can hopefully FTP over to the PS5. Now I do want to be clear, I wasn't able to do a live demo previously, I was showing you all what was going on with the WebKit exploit, but with the BDJB exploit, 
I have not done this. This is going to be new to me. I have used other BDJB implementations and ISOs, but this one is going to be brand new right here. You're going to be getting a real reaction here and such. So what I'll do is take the disc and pop it into the PlayStation 5 here. It is loading up. I guess it wouldn't be on game since this is technically going to be media. But let's see what happens. All right, disc player. Let's go ahead and fire this up. Uh, debug, starting exploit. Uh, taint oh, okay. Uh, failed to identify victim. I would think that would be unsuccessful. <laughs> Based on what this is saying here, let me at least try to connect on my PC. And not to bore you all with the details, but I was not able to connect over there. So I'm going to try this a second time here. Huh, and alright, so this behaves the same as before. If I close out of it, if it's a failed attempt and I close out of the disk, uh, it ends up kernel panicking the PS5, so I'm going to go through that whole process here of turning it back on. Alright, let's give this another shot here. Going to sign in. I still have the disk in the drive. Let's go over to disk player and see what happens. So again, we're getting the starting exploit here. Now let's wait and see what happens. Oh, I got a uh, quick kernel panic right there. That was really quick. <laughs> let's go ahead and try attempt number three here. And this is actually looking a lot better. We're at the point where it says debug leaking KQ. Looks like that disappeared. I can still hear the disk spinning in the drive and the system is on, so that's good. Uh, found debug. All right, so we got some more text on screen. All right, got some more text here. I'm probably going to cut out a lot of the black as well, too. So if you're seeing these all back to back, uh, it's not. Here we go. Look at that. Enjoy your KRW waiting for payload. So what I was trying to say here is it's not going to be this fast for you all if you end up trying it because uh, I'm going to cut out a bit of that uh, silence there. But either way, it looks like this is successful at this point. Yeah, payload server running on port 9019. I think that's all good there. Let's go ahead, give this a shot. I had to close out of this again, but got the IP, got the port number. It connected, awesome. If it can't connect, it will just give you an error and like after it times out. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and grab the payload. And I cut back over to the PS5 screen here. So I'm going to send payload. Payload is sent. The disk stopped spinning, like right as I sent the payload there. So I'm not seeing anything on screen here. Like this hasn't changed at all. The system is not frozen, which is also good. Uh, but let me see if I'm able to FTP. Just loading this up on here. It looks like, so I've just been editing my PS4 string. I tried port 21. Wasn't able to get a connection on here. Uh, but let me even hit OK. From what I've seen though, this should do everything over port leet. So 1337. Let me go back to that. That should be the right IP address. Everything should be fine there. If I try to log in, yeah, no, it's not making a connection on my end at least. I am going to try a second time here. So let me send the payload. It does send, that's all that happens here. If you see on screen, there's nothing that's changing on the PS5 itself, but the PS5 is still up and running. However, again, let's try this out here. That's the right IP, all of that. And no differences on my end at least, so not getting that there. Now I am curious about this. I am going to come over here. Let's go home. So I'm still going to have that up and running in the background, almost like the movie is paused. But I just want to see if 
this is going to make a difference if I come to settings. There's no debug settings on here, okay. So it looks like for BDJB, this is just using that same exploit. Like I said, it's the BDJB entry point with the kernel exploit that was recently released. However, it doesn't have, th this is only for loading up payloads. So it's just opening up a server that you can point payloads to and push payloads and run them on. Uh, I am going to try to restart the system one more time and see if I can get this going. Interesting detail here, despite all of that seemingly running successfully, even though we couldn't get, I guess, the FTP payload working on there, which I think there's probably just some stuff to iron out in terms of, uh, you know, creating payloads and such. I have seen that this has worked for other users. It's not working for me right now, which we'll try one more time. Uh, but I did notice, despite the actual BDJB exploit running successfully, you all saw, you know, I was able to navigate my system and stuff just fine. When I turned off the system, it did kernel panic, so I had to go through that whole process again. But let's try this out one more time. So if this does work successfully, I might even leave this cut in uh, uncut just so you all can see how long this takes, but let's see, it's saying uh, starting exploit here, so let's wait. There we go, we're getting some more debug info here. Failed to reclaim master, so it took about a minute to fail out here, so we would have to restart the system here again. Since that last one failed, let's give this another try. So the first time around, it took us three tries to get a successful launch on here, I guess to get the exploit working. So uh, this is, I guess, a second round, but number two here. And I can tell I got a kernel panic, it just stopped. Yep, kernel panic, alright, system turned off. And let's try attempt number three here. So we got the uh, starting exploit message. And let's wait. And kernel panic, alright, yet again. So we're past the first time around, so attempt number four, let's give this another shot. And here we go, starting the exploit. And here we go, we actually have, uh, that was a lot quicker. Uh, failed to identify victims, so this one failed again as well, too, but uh, we got further this time around. All right, I think this is attempt number five. Let's give this another go. And got some messages here. All right, this one looks a lot more promising, so I'm going to say this one's going to be successful, but uh, the first time around, again, for a success, took three attempts. Second time around, took five attempts here. Uh, so I would say in terms of a actual stable method here, entry point, it definitely looks like BDJB would be the way to go. Of course, uh, this is still being fleshed out and such. So this is still going to, both implementations are going to be limited here with uh, BDJB right now from this ISO, only giving us the ability to push a payload to the system like it doesn't have uh, debug like it doesn't have debug settings enabled, for example. Uh, but either way, I think I'm thinking more long term, like in the next few months or so. It looks like if you do have the ability, I would say BDJB would be the more stable entry point, which that was one thing that was talked about even when BDJB was initially disclosed and such. So we're getting these debug messages here. I've gotten three of them so far, I believe, while I've been talking. Let's just see what happens. There's a fourth one. All right, and there we go. Enjoy your KRW waiting for payload. So I'd say it, that took overall maybe a minute and a half, two minutes or so to get to this point. So I'm going to connect just over on my computer, grab my payload, which you're not seeing on screen here, and sending it over. So it looks like it has been sent over successfully. Um, 
I guess I'm just waiting here on screen. I actually have an idea. I'm going to sit at this screen here for about four or five minutes because I know before when I was pushing payloads, it would take a little bit of time here. Uh, but I'm going to sit here for a few minutes, see if anything pops up, anything changes, uh, or even if we could just FTP at the end. So let's see what happens. All right. So from my observation, we're about five minutes in here. I haven't seen anything else on screen. Let me go ahead and move over to my PC here. And yet again, trying this. I'm going to try to log in. Nothing on that. Even just to give this a shot, I'll try over port 21 and same result there. So overall, I'm still at least happy we were able to give the BDJB implementation of this a shot. Uh, we did see a little more and a little less at the same time compared to what we did before the last time we tried testing out BDJB here on the channel. Uh, but either way, it's cool to see yet another implementation of this here. So still the same kernel exploit, as I've said, but this time around just using BDJB as an entry point as opposed to the WebKit, which I would be more for personally. I'm also sure Slayer's Govi is going to continue contributing to and working on this and tightening it up as well, too. So I'm hoping I can even cover this again in another episode of Mod Chat and we'll be further along in here. But either way, it's been really cool to see this so far on the PlayStation 5, and I've had some fun doing some, I guess, show and tell with you all here for this episode of Mod Chat. So that's about it for this episode here. I really just wanted to cover these couple of things, but at the end here, if you have made it, typically I like to pick a keyword or a key phrase, and if you use that keyword or key phrase in the comment on the YouTube upload, I'll know that you've made it to the end. So I think the last time I did BDJB-related stuff, I ended up picking a keyword that was kind of, sort of, related to the laser and such on there. I believe I picked red just because I was thinking of, you know, red lasers for reading the discs, but you know what? Let's change it up a little bit. Still the same topic, but let's use the word laser. If you use the word laser in your comment on the YouTube upload, I'll know that you've made it to the end of this episode of Mod Chat. Anyways, I hope you all enjoyed checking this out, hanging out, seeing what's been going on with the PlayStation 5, and I'm sure there's going to be more that we'll see pretty soon at this point, just because that's not even me hinting at anything, it's just this has all been going by so fast that it's been really impressive to see the amount of progress that's been made almost hour by hour at some point. Either way, this is Mr. Mario, signing off. Thank you all for listening and watching, everyone. Until next time.